0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening.com <coughs> podcast. I'm your host, R.U. Screening.com's <laughs> own Mark Eastman and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire, Shane Leonard. Hello. <laughs> I just have like you, as soon as you, you, you start like the, the show I didn't have
1: something? to I didn't have to cough at all until you yeah, went okay, okay now we're ready and when the light starts yeah, moving I do, then it, my throat does not it
0: matter today. I feel like I'm half asleep. It's like you, <laughs> it's so hot and muggy. I'm, I'm hot like that's and tired it. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry about that.
0: Need more coffee but it's hot. So
1: Usually I'm good, you know, coffee. but the moment you say we're live I start coughing. Yeah. So. Uh
0: this week is the mummy which apparently uh got Completely crushed by Wonder Woman. It, so yeah. The, yeah. The monetarily, the mummy is not what <laughs> Universal was looking for right. to kick off its uh, monster universe. Yeah. But apparently, worldwide, it's at least making it's some money. Doing, so yeah. It's still it, doing... Yeah. It really is one of those things. I remember when people first started talking about this whole dark universe and bringing back all these monster movies as though there were some real problem with people wanting to see right. more frankenstein and bride of frankenstein and all that not like they haven't come out in uh, certain forms here and there yeah but i remember <laughs> when people were first talking about that and everyone was like well i guess yeah whatever but it's really one of those things where it just doesn't matter you know it's right. going to make money right. you're going to go see it it's just a universal you know there's there's one branch that wants to make good movies. There's yeah. one branch that wants to make a bunch of money. Uh, the movies that make a bunch of money are often, you know, the money flip-flops. The way money works in movies, as everyone knows, is completely crazy. But right. uh, the budget <laughs> of one movie will overtake the budget of another movie in yeah. order for everything to balance or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like a big money grab and it's like a whole universe that's a money grab which, you know, Marvel in a certain sense is as well because yeah. they know now, they didn't know very long ago, but they know now that they can make anything. Right. And it's going to make <laughs> right. bu- It's going to make a bunch of money. They can right. stick Marvel on anything which in a way I think is really uh, a great thing for Marvel, because we get stuff like Doctor Strange, things that we wouldn't normally. Even yeah. though I didn't <laughs> love Doctor Strange, but it was still pretty good. But we get like yeah. Doctor Strange, a Black Panther, and they right. go, "Look, man, we'll like, throw, throw this guy in." We'll yeah, as better. long as you're hungry, we'll still bring stuff out. So, so, yeah. so <laughs> it works because they know that they'll at least make something on it. Yeah, even if even if it does, you know, pretty bad comparatively, right? It's still gonna be fine, right? Uh, until they go completely insane with how much they spend on them. Yeah. But uh, but this one, I don't know. I don't know how true that is in a bigger sense. Uh, it, you know, the worldwide, once you take all of that in, all of whatever Dark Universe movie comes out is probably going to make money. Yeah. But I don't know if they're making any other money. And right. I don't know if they're going to keep doing it very long uh, if things turn out the way the mummy is turning out, mummy-wise, whether it's right. good or bad, uh, doesn't even matter. It's just that it's not pulling in the box office, and it's really not the sort of thing where there's ever going to be, like, the Bride of Frankenstein toys mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Like, Marvel, you know, is cashing in on... everything Everything. i mean they've got licensed everything in the universe pillow covers right you know i mean you can't go into a store you name it everything yeah and every time they come out with the another movie it's not necessarily that dark uh dr strange is pulling in its own money right it's just keeping marvel like going Mm -hmm. and the whole franchise just keeps making money right and I, i don't know if dark universe can do that i don't know if Bride of Frankenstein, which is coming, or you know any of the Invisible Man, uh, the Wolfman, all other these things. others, yeah. Some of them, <clears throat> you know, might take off, but if ultimately the thing, even worldwide, is only kind of breaking even, mm-hmm. and they right. do, and they don't have a ton of other money to come in from the source, I don't know. Yeah, I think we got like if we have a couple more that do this bad, there may be some rethinking. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And and I
1: think somewhere in those Universal Studios uh, offices right now, they're arguing, you know, I think they may be trying to convince themselves that it wasn't their movie necessarily, that it was someone else's movie. That Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman is like, you know, we picked a wrong week. Right. You know, we should have buffered more, but...
0: I don't know that I would have blamed them looking
1: at the original trailers and right. DC's history of stuff. I'd have been like, that's a pretty safe
0: bet. That's fine. Let's take yeah. that because we'll kill that. But Well, and with the year-long summer these days, right. Right. they could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Right? They could have yep. been in, in any week. Yep. But anyway, uh, so on to the actual movie. The yeah. Tom Cruise. It's also one that feels very weird for Tom Cruise. It it he, does. He's, he, he's not bad in it, exactly. No. It's just that more than a lot of the other odd things we've seen him in, like not Mission Impossible because, I mean, he's kind of just got that locked up for, you know, decades. Sure. (laughs) That's been going on forever. But the other things that we've seen him in recently, like the... um, Well, even the Jack
1: Reacher stuff, which is not a good example, but Oblivion. Yeah,
0: Oblivion and um, the... Edge uh, of Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Um, Which has a second one coming out uh, as well. Um but I'm all right in, with that. but in those movies he felt a lot more comfortable. Like he like mm-hmm. this one, it, it well much of it was just kinda awkward. Like Yeah. Why why is he I mean, I suppose he's getting tons of money, that's why he's doing it. But why yeah. uh, why but why is he doing this when it You know, he's going all action and everything, right? But I don't know. This one just felt weird with him in it. Like why – I would have expected his character to be a lot more interesting and have something more interesting to do if he were going to actually be in it. Because in those other movies like Oblivion, his character is cool. Yes. His character has stuff to do. He has to actually, (laughs) you know, do more serious acting. Yeah. Anyway, it just seemed like an odd choice before I, I saw it and after I saw it. Yeah. He just seemed a little awkward. I got an idea about it, but we'll do that after. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I do want to say before we jump into the movie, too, that um, Megan Levy is still out, uh, came out this week, and we haven't seen that. But I've heard mm-hmm. really good things about too. it. Uh, Cars three is next week, and mm-hmm. uh, what the hell's that other Scarlett Johansson? Rough yeah. Night. Rough Night, Night is out next week, so uh, I imagine probably both of those next week. Maybe um, yeah. at least I'll have to see both of them. That's how that works. But
1: our house is usually one where uh, movies are talked about from me only. Typically, I'm the right. I'm the movie lover. This weekend, the how I couldn't. Everywhere I turned, all the conversations were about. Uh, I, I keep wanting to joke, <coughs> excuse me, I keep wanting to joke and call it Beatrice Takes a Meeting, but it's the Beatrix goes to dinner at, yeah. and and for some reason, my girlfriend looked at that and just became fixated, right? like almost obsessively about it. Like yeah, every, I, every time I turn around, she's like, are we going to see this? I, when is that coming out? I've Let's heur- go see this. Is it really, out now? I've heard good things about you know? that,
0: but I'm not sure as much as it's kind of a timely, kooky story, right? Um, right. It's, it's Selma Hayek, yep. and she's like an immigrant who befriends a certain rich person. Mm-hmm. Who then they have this dinner party, and right. more or less, Donald Trump shows up in the form of John Lithgow. Right, and it is kind of—I've seen a lot of it actually. I have you? I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen tons of. I mean, I must Lots have seen like forty minutes worth oh, wow. of it or something because I don't think it's a super long one either. Um, no, it's not. It's like, like 90. hour ninety. Yeah. 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 And uh, Hour But, but I, don't, I don't know that it actually sustains. Uh, right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. But like, it's a, it's a good bit. Mm-hmm. It but, is. But I don't know how they, and I don't know how effectively they actually make a whole movie yeah. out of it. Sometimes we have, well, sorry. You, you kind of have to be in like real time. It's uh, right? Dinner, right,
1: right. Sometimes there are those films that are so uh, time sensitive. You know, they're happening right now. We got to get this out because in another month, this isn't happening anymore. Right. You know, so there's, there's that weird thing where the stability of the film and the longevity of it, maybe it won't matter in another year or right. two, but right. who knows.
0: Also, uh, before we jump <laughs> into the movie, uh, came out today, I'm pretty sure, it uh, might have been like last night, but hmm. is a trailer for the remake of Flatliners. So you, I haven't seen that yet. Did you see you it? You got to make sure. I mean, I've seen see Flatliners, but I've did, seen, you see the, I've did you see I've the, seen the, the trailer? trailer? Yeah. What'd I, you think? First reaction? My my f- initial reaction, the look on your face tells me everything. <laughs> my initial reaction, first of all, I never loved flatliners in the first place. Uh, it was, what would you have given it, it off the top o- of your head? It was like okay, I seven? Think, I think probably like six, maybe. It, wow, it okay. was. I mean, it was okay, yeah, but it was fine. Uh, you know, the problem with that movie for me was that that movie never seemed to get out of the the. I guess the weird. Shell of the goofiness of the premise, like yeah. it just kept saying the goofiness of the premise sure. at you, and I'm like, okay, but like do something <laughs> instead of. But just they kept saying going under, and that guy Billy, he was really scary. Uh, yeah, it was it was weird. Anyway, uh-huh. that's too bad. Um, but the the trailer for that came out. My initial impression is very similar to what happened with the remake of Footloose, right? Okay, where it's a really meaningless shot for shot. It's not even like a remake. It's like a reshoot. (laughs) Right. It's like we just took the script. Yeah. We've uh, changed the location slightly, (laughs) but the people are standing on the same marks. Right. They're hitting the (laughs) same same lines. Yeah, right. They're delivering exactly the same lines. Yeah. Um, this one looks... Uh, the the trailer tries to make you think that maybe that's not what happening is, is going to be happening, <laughs> right. but I feel like That's what's going to really get, right? yeah. I don't know. And does the world need that, really? And, you know, my no. thing, too, is if you're going to remake something like Flatliners, the reason Flatliners is there is because that was like a crazy new idea mm-hmm. and there's a movie. We can't remake that. Right. That makes no sense. You right. have to at least spin things in some whole other way right? Yeah. you have to you'd think you have to add something to the premise because it's not a crazy new idea anymore the whole right. idea of the movie is that it's a crazy new idea yeah. anyway yeah uh so the well, mummy. i can't i can't wait to see that yeah that i bet you can't <laughs> uh <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah. as gotta- we said tom cruise uh goes to <laughs> yeah i feel like it's a Bob Hope movie, right? It's like a it, big, it's a Bing Crosby, right. Bob Hope road movie. Right. Tom Cruise goes to Egypt, and uh, actually, he doesn't go to Egypt. He goes to Iraq, right? Which is uh, a f- nice stand-in. We Egypt. have we have this really cool opening to the movie, yeah, right? That uh, only exists to explain like the excuse we have the for geographic being inconsistency, anywhere, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, because. They're like, but people don't go to Egypt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. right. But, like, no one's there. It's Really so bad how, there right now. How could we explain where we are? Right. Oh, we're in Iraq because yeah. people are actually there. Uh, so now, I feel like in that meeting, someone
1: but, also said, "Hey," and they snapped and pointed at some intern. And was like, "Get me a map. I got to see if it's close. Right. right. If it's how, within 500 how, miles, how we're good. How close
0: is it? How close is it? And so, it's not. It's like a thousand. It's really miles, not. But, yeah." <laughs> Uh, but anyway, you know what I think happened actually was there's some like producer person in this, yeah. like you know, there are producers <laughs> of movies who are not that bright, right? Especially in especially on the side of you know movie lot A where <laughs> we're just trying to make money, right? Yep. And somebody was like, "Well, we can shoot here," <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we have to make it be there then, right?" What? Right. We're not actually shooting in Iraq. Right, right. I don't know. They're like, <laughs> right. this looks like Iraq. We can get more the tax than, breaks. <laughs> more know? than... Yeah. Egypt. I don't know. Some crazy excuse for why we're in Iraq, basically. Yeah. Uh, the Mummy, and they give you this opening story of the princess who was erased from history, um, which... Kind of doesn't necessarily make that much sense because everything's erased from history. Right. So right. why bother to erase it from history? Anyway, uh, she's the most evil princess and ever makes a deal with the devil, basically, mm-hmm. and is going to bring him to earthly form. And uh, things go wrong, and she gets locked up, and she's been buried forever. Right. <clears throat> until Tom Cruise and <laughs> and his bumbling sidekick. Actually, I have to look up because I can't remember the name. It's Jake, I... Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, that's right. He's because...
1: the poor man's um, <sighs> Oscar, uh, what's his face?
0: Yeah. That's who uh, I, I... Oscar, I have no idea. Oh. Um, but, he, but he's on New Girl. And actually, yeah. I, I like that... Oscar Isaac. I like that he's got work. Yeah, I do too. I so like Jake Johnson a lot. I, I like that about this movie because... Yeah. I not only like him, I don't really love New Girl anymore. When it started out, I liked it a lot. Yep. And and I feel like he's the best thing on it. Uh, For me, he was always at at least up there in the best parts of the show. And I really like him. So he's got work, so I'm happy. Anyway, uh, so the mummy comes back, starts trying to take over Tom Cruise's mind, wants him to be the new person that she's going to sacrifice and all that. And she's... You know, super magical indestructibleness awesome. yeah. and whatever, <coughs> and uh, <laughs> hilarity ensues. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> to get out our ratings, I gave this very surprisingly a four. Uh, I after talking
1: with you briefly, I, I thought you gave it a five, so I'm off. But no, well, that's not that bad. No,
0: i I didn't think it was that bad. This movie for me was. Um, as, as much as there's nothing really great about it, and, and, and there, there's nothing going on that I'm like, wow, this is fantastic, right? Yeah. It wasn't that bad either. This movie for me is the reality version of uh, Roger Ebert giving Crystal Skull four stars, uh, like four out of four stars. Right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. Uh, when he does it with Crystal Skull, he's gone goofy, like, right? I think. Right. right he's like, right. "This is the dumbest movie I've ever seen," and <laughs> yeah. that's why it's awesome, <laughs> right? And what he's trying to get out of that, I think, is that this movie is—it's—it's it's actually working at like being kind of campy. It's not taking itself that seriously, and it's doing silly things, but it's doing mm. silly things like. It's kind of trying to be a throwback to when, uh, you know, these kind of... When movies felt like this. When these kind of movies came out, and maybe you'll be a little scared, but you're Mm. not exactly supposed to go, well, wait, so there's really a god? Right, (laughs) right. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) it's one thing to have a movie where... There are real evil gods who exist, and it's another thing entirely to right. survive a nuclear blast in a refrigerator. <laughs> right, right, right. Or to have uh, <laughs> crazy monkeys that do, you know, right. whatever. Those monkey things. Anyway, um, there there wasn't anything about the movie that I thought was being, you know, truly stupid. There was mm-hmm. stuff that I was like, eh, I don't love that or whatever, and and it didn't if it was a little more camp, it would have been better for me. Um, if yeah. It, if it was a little yeah. more trying to be like, you know, old Alan Quartermain movies. Right. Or, right. you know, not even, which, not even like the update of that, which is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, right, no. The But like the really old right, the prototype stuff. for those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it could have gone a little bit more like that for me. And one of the main things where it goes wrong for me too is when, uh, you know, spoiler alert, when we've got Dr. <laughs> Jekyll and, yeah, and right. Mr. Hyde, I was like, eh, yep. not exactly. Right, <laughs> right. But overall, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I wasn't, I wasn't hating myself for being there. It, it at <laughs> least, uh, you know, moved along pretty well. And, yeah. you know, for pure goofy entertainment, uh, crazy fun, I, I was okay with it. I, hmm. I didn't. I don't want to see it again.
1: <laughs> well, that's okay. You don't. I There's feel very like few that you... I feel
0: like I would actually recommend people go see this. Yeah, I think you want to go into it with the right, you know, lenses that right, you're looking right, through. Right. But I, I would tell people to go see this and have like a goofy fun time.
1: I would say something anyway. like, "You like the Avengers? Okay, well, that's good. Okay, <laughs> this isn't like that at all. No, but you, you know, uh, I am trying to pick the words I want." But I'm too tired and it's too hot. You gave it a
0: zero. <laughs> I gave it a two and a half.
1: And yeah. and I came pretty close to giving it just a one. Um I was bored. Almost The first it's funny. It's only it's just under two hours. And the first fifteen minutes are interesting and fun. Yeah. And then the next fifteen are pretty good. And I'm having fun with it for about 30 minutes. And then it goes off the rails very quickly for me, yeah. Because it feels so, it feels so overproduced and premeditated. It, in instead of people having like, uh, I mean, a remake of a remake of a remake. Anyway, that, talking about how campy it is, like I feel like the first one, not the first one. I feel like the Brendan Fraser ones. Yeah, I feel like they ran not on the camp line because they weren't overdoing it but they were more in line with those kind of films than this this feels like it's a bit you know entitled like it almost feels like it's starting off on a position on a chessboard and and universal is like well we know we have to make these moves right to set up this whole thing and ultimately and i'm not trying to force a pun or anything but it's like checkmate will come after this and in doing that, it feels like they, and this isn't even, you know, trying to make fun of the movie, but it feels like they suck the soul right out of what could have been really excellent. Yeah. Tom Cruise is great. And, and, and I don't mean like he should get an Oscar for it, but I mean, even in a piece of shit like this, he's terribly watchable. Like yeah. every time he's doing something, I like the film. The problem is, and I think this is what you started at, at least this is how I see the film. This is a really weird entry in his IMDB, you know, catalog. But for the first time in a long time, he's not the star of the movie. Right. And I don't mean like a Magnolia. I don't mean like, a, you know, Rock City kind of thing where he's just like a supporting character. I mean, he's the star of the film. He's on the poster. And yet he's in it as like a secondary character to the Dark Universe setup. And the mummy. Right. And that's a mistake. That's a huge mistake. And it pays for it in the film because the only interesting things for the film for me is whenever he's interacting with anyone except the mummy. If it's with the girl, that's such a forced relationship. But I take it because I'm like, I only got another hour. Just give it to me. I know you're going to fall for her. Or oops, you already did. That's That's a cute, coy way to try to work things in. Because so much of what might have been interesting about the movie happens the night before the movie actually takes place, right. which is actually kind of fun. And I found myself thinking along the way for the first hour, even though I was losing interest and becoming very bored, I, I thought, you know, if they just grabbed hold of any of the strong things that they were doing here, that would have been a much better film. Yeah. But they were so intent on making a franchise That they forgot the moment that they were in. I I really like the character that he has, Nick, in the beginning, though he's not a likable character. And there's no real transition of who he was the night before to the guy he is the day after. Right. By the end of the film, when he is doing the actions that he's doing, we're supposed to believe it because that's Tom Cruise and the hero needs the, the movie needs a hero. But I don't believe the guy that started the movie right. is the guy that did these choices. And they did nothing except tell me he is right. to make me believe it. Now, again, and, and they this did, isn't terms of endearment. The, this they is they the mummy. Even, but
0: they didn't even tell you. They were in, so lazy. They, they didn't even tell you in any kind of interesting way where... Uh, you know what would have been a great scene in this movie is when... Um, Jack Johnson's character, right. Jake. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Vic is if, that what the guy? If is? he would if name. he would have just had like a conversation, yeah, with you know the girl who Chris. doesn't, who doesn't believe that Tom Cruise's. A good guy at all, right? If he has some kind of conversation with her about why he does what he does, or right. something yeah, yeah. from oh, his yeah. past, yeah, yeah, that would have been easy. That would have been a throwaway something, and something very- like that. And then it's like, oh well, he's like this because, right? <clears throat> you know, he's actually this great guy, but he's damaged, right? Because he's of broken whatever out of this, yeah. Blah blah blah. Yep. You know, all, all you got to do is give us something. But instead of even doing that, which still would just really be telling you, it would and, be and, right, and not that would have been you a good, know, not not perfect, right. But, but instead of that, all they do is they just tell you in a more, you know, glaring and boring way and just say, well, but look. Right. He did. Right. Right. <laughs> you know that he's the kind of guy who would do this. Yeah. Because look, he did it. <laughs> these, the, so, these Tom <laughs> so Cruise films, is. whether
1: it's A Few Good Men or Days of Thunder or anything, you know, even, even just like uh, Edge of Tomorrow, like you see Tom Cruise and in the first two minutes you get a sense like, oh, Cocky, roguish guy, and of daddy issue. Like he's always right. got this thing. And in this, they certainly, they certainly display like his character through this witty, banterous kind of like adventurous opening. But you start getting more of his character when the military shows up and his commanding officer is there, and he's like, "Look, I don't buy that for a second because I know you. How right. about this?" Right. And, and it, with with Jake and Tom playing off that scene, the film is very fun. Right, like I I enjoyed that movie really well on paper, I actually like the whole Dr. Jekyll thing. Like, I actually like the idea of this intertwining prodigium kind of uh, underground society thing. Like, I kind of like that. Right. I like
0: like the theory of it, but the problem with that is that they're so focused on that once it shows up. They lose it. All of a sudden, that's the whole movie. I
1: agree, 100%.
0: And you know, if they'd had a way to you know, just, okay, we get that you're showing us some stuff because we're gonna see it in future movies right but it doesn't need it doesn't to feel like to take that. over and, the whole yeah. thing and the <laughs> whole part for me when uh when he full-on goes Jekyll yeah I was like Whatever. Right I was I'm too. out I'm, the, I, was, the, I was I was so you don't need you don't need <clears throat> that to happen. It right. only happens because of something that happens in future movies because right. we need to right.
1: establish that that happens all these intertwining things, yeah, right. And I agree. what's
0: really horrible about it for me, um is that it only exists to establish that it happens, mm-hmm. but we already know it happens, right. We know who right. Dr. Jekyll is, right. So we don't need you to show us who he is, yeah. And it you know, if they just wouldn't have paid that much attention mm-hmm. to it, it would and they have kind of the same problem with the mummy herself, and this yeah. is like a mummy where you know for me, this movie could have been like at least seven or eight if we yep. had a mummy. That there was actually a story to right, and there isn't. There's right. just this is like the money making side of the machine, mm-hmm. spitting out a movie and going, "Oh, the mummy." So right. this right. will be the mummy, right? And and the and the weird thing is, like you could compare this to the Brendan Fraser one. This one's really trying to actually be scary, yeah. sort of. Where the other one was fun, really is not. Yeah, it's like it's a really fun, fun adventure time. Yeah, yeah. but you're not really supposed to be scared and this one wants to have scary parts in it and everything but the mummy in this one is is so weirdly constructed Mm -hmm. like after the first few moments that you actually see her she's really boring yeah because she's too immortal right right? she's too indestructible and she's too all-powerful and then it's just boring like Mm -hmm. when you have the next scene like what's the buildup? There's no, right. there's no, there's nothing to learn. There's nothing yep. to happen next. There's just another scene of her being immortal yep. and indestructible. And even when they destroy her, she's indestructible. Right. And there's not really a story around no. that. <laughs> and there's that nothing they she's... can
1: overcome. You're just waiting right, for her to just get everybody, you know, at least in the Brendan Fraser movie, when when the mummy is still kind of trying to empower himself and come back come, coming back into his own power and his own humanity and his skin and stuff he actually is getting people he's hunting them down and right, there's right. an objective like we can keep him away from him right maybe he can't get your eyes or your tongue or you know all this stuff but in that in that Fraser film the mummy felt beatable like along the way even when right. he was finally all together, I'm still like, they still get you. I, I feel it, it. But in this one, I just felt like the moment they cracked her open, I'm like, well, now we're all dead. Right. Like, there comes the super po- pox not, and that's, that's it. That's not even a movie you know? anymore.
0: And, and, you know, with the Brendan Fraser one, uh, as much as that is also just kind of a goofy, yeah. you know, throwaway thing, that one kind of, you know, told you its universe. Yeah. And then just kind of ran with that stuff. Had it, yeah. Right? Right. And... You know, you either believe there are right. mummies right, or right. are, are, Curses are, and are things. willing to yeah. allow that there mm-hmm. are this stuff. This one, it's, you have to have gods. Right. And that's a weird way to go in in this form anyway. Well. That, like the god is like standing next to you. Sure. And if you're going to have that kind of world, then you have to say more stuff about it. Yeah. I, I think for, for well, this movie to really work. Like if you want to have... If you want to have a space movie and somebody shoots someone with a laser gun, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to explain it. Right. You don't have to go. Do you see that way that force beam of light you, traveled you so quickly? You know. You don't yeah. have to talk to all the science nerds who are going, there's no such thing as right. laser guns that could ever work like that. Right. You can just have a laser gun right. and we'll go, okay, look, there's laser guns. Right. If you want to go, the whole world exists in this whole other way than you think it did. Right. And there's gods who are going to take stuff over i need some stories about why this god has never done anything else in the last 3000 right, years right. or why or how come there's no there needs to be like a good guy god yeah. or there needs to be like something you have to have some explanation you can't just <laughs> go you can't just say this god wants to come to earth and take it over right like you're shooting a laser gun <laughs> now we're done and go yeah. that's it yeah <laughs> instead of instead of them throwing A proverbial dart
1: against a dartboard, you know, and picking up story ideas there. It feels less like that, more like they just flipped a coin, you know, because it feels like the options that they boxed themselves into were both gratuitously stupid and absolutely unnecessary. Like, like what you're saying, I remember there was a point in the film where I'm watching this and I'm like, This is not good for the dark universe because this is gods fighting gods now, but there's no other god that can handle her, at least not in the werewolf, mummy, Dracula, wolfman (laughs) genre. You have monsters versus humans. That's the power of things, not, well, we'll just push it to a point and then we'll get the mummy to show up. And now everybody's done. Like, in some ways they just started too big.
0: If you want to have the mummy and just kind of say, well, curses.
1: Right okay well, then okay. okay yeah i'm with you that's <laughs> She's fine. just the mummy you know and that's it there is there was so much stuff it's inevitable to compare it in my mind away from the brendan fraser film and in a full disclosure moment when the when the brendan fraser film came out i was caught way off guard with it i thought it was just going to be absolutely numb right but a good reason to put popcorn in my stomach you right. know and I loved it. I had and a blast it, and with it. And I, it was I mean, I yeah. loved it so much. I think looking back on it, if I had to put a rating on it, I probably would have put like eight, eight and a half, maybe even yeah. close to nine. Like, I don't think it's the most perfect film ever, but I'll be damned if I didn't enjoy every single second of it. And the character development, the fun, the the nod to the audience about certain things that you just, you're like, this is the kind of movie we're in. Right. And in this, it just felt like it's, you know, goth loving, pining little, you know sibling right. that was like, no, I'm gonna be taken seriously every single time I'm gonna raise my voice about stuff but in comparing them like I just got so irritated at how derivative this thing was. Uh, you know all the all the fun memorable things that are in the first Brendan Fraser film they rip off in this yeah and I didn't feel like they had to make those choices like the the crazy sandstorm that has the mummy's face screaming out from yeah. it. I'm like, I saw that right I'm not so old I don't remember that <laughs> right now maybe the new audience is. Not going to remember that because maybe they don't watch anything that's, you know, not six months old. <laughs> right. But I remember, and that's not working. And that's just one of the many things that they did. Um, you know, I was just thinking about what you said earlier. If it had gone a little bit more camp, I probably would have liked it a hell of a lot more. And the last time a film tried that, I think, it was that Hugh Jackman Van Helsing film yeah. that was which bad, bad, but which can't be. And I had fun with it. I, I just had I so much that fun. Because he's, he's basically nodding at the camera and winking at you every hates minute. That movie. I
0: think it's okay, and you know. I loved that movie. And, and I th- wish it had gone that way. That that's a movie, not that we need to break off and just start reviewing that I clearly don't want to talk about but, the mummy, but, but yeah. that's a movie for me that's like, you know, in the same world as that mummy, yeah, which is in the same sense like I I think, you know, the realistic reality version of, you know, Roger Ebert's story. Right. That movie is like, look, man, we're just <laughs> yeah. screwing around. It's it's like hard to find the difference between that and like Ford Fairlane. I be, don't right? smirch Ford Fairlane. It's, I love that movie. It's just going, look, yeah. it, here's a goofy, Have fun, fun right. thing that we're doing. Yeah. And I thought that movie was great. It was because, really fun. You know, the difference, which I think is the same... In this movie, uh to at least get this movie up to four stars, right? Yeah. Is yeah, it's all screwy crap, right? Right. But it was never calling me stupid. Right. It, it was right. never it was never going, yeah. um, look, you know, you're so dumb that you'll think this is fun. <laughs> yeah. It was just things that were actually fun and adventure and crazy. Right. And this movie, um, because it should have been better, it so easily could have been better, yeah. but it was so um. Boxed in clearly by people who had it, it's got like ten different agendas going yeah at the same time. And it's you know, some of it is like I've said, I feel like several times this year anyway, um they they get different contracts now with uh FX companies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't know what it is exactly or how it works, but they have a new way of hiring FX companies because, it, like, in this one, they hired someone who said, look, we got this uh, bones swimming underwater thing. Right. You got to put that in. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, what? There's this part in the movie where he's swimming underwater, yeah. and the skeletons start coming out of the, right. the the tombs yeah, and swimming after him. And I'm like, okay, A that's only kind of cool looking anyway. Right. I mean, it's, it's okay looking. Yeah. And B bones can't swim. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Cause now I'm like, this is not a laser gun anymore. Right. Right. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Magic bones can swim, whatever, but if they're magic, why can't they just swim really fast? Why don't they shoot lasers? Right. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, C. I'm thinking, right? That is some like clause in the contract because right. there's no reason to have that right. except I don't know. It's adventurous to like swim underwater. <laughs> there was so much in this movie that yeah. what that came across yeah. as like things like that. You know, we have to we have to show a lot of that room. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Jekyll's in. Yeah, we have to show all kinds of sides of that thing. Mostly, I think so that people can screen capture and find the little Easter eggs, right? right and right, you're like, really? right, really? Yeah, like I have to watch that. Or because look, there's hints at the Bride of Frankenstein movie that's coming because yeah, we I see thought that. whatever it is that we see. Yep, it's like in, um, in, uh, you know, when we first saw, um, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. in uh, Batman versus Superman. And mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she looks through the file and sees Aquaman and right, sees yeah, all right, the yeah. upcoming movies. Like, yeah. She looks like watching <laughs> trailers. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And there was a lot of this. I'm like, you know, do something already. Like, right. we're walking around. We have to showcase the fact that there are a lot of people in this organization. Right. So we have to walk the halls and see lots of people pass us. And yeah. it's like, whatever. Yeah. But still, I had... I, I still had an okay time with it. I was fine. I mean, I only gave it four stars, like yeah. not ten. Right?
1: It's almost <laughs> twice as much as I did. That's true, but I'm not. But no, sure, I, I'm not
0: sure what that means. I, so. I just
1: I got well. I I got <laughs> like I got disengaged quick, and part of it was an exasperation at the stupidity they were doing things right. and how they were doing them, rather. But the frustration because it, just as I was, I, I mean, there was never a point. Well, that's not true. I was so close to the end. I was maybe. 20 minutes from the end and i was like i could just leave right you know this the, is the this closer, is a rare
0: the closer it gets to the end the worse it is i will give it you is, that it, 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 it and it this is a rare very downhill it doesn't in my opinion yeah. completely like jump off a cliff no but it does no. really start going down because it,
1: it in my and i feel like if you're on a ride like it's a real interesting and engaging one for a half hour maybe 40 minutes and then suddenly quite suddenly you just you pass the clearing of the trees and you realize you're not even on the rails you've been off the cliff all this time it's right. just been not as bumpy you know there's there's just so much frustration there because the stuff as they pepper in, like as I'm getting really bored and annoyed and I'm thinking of reaching for my phone. Right. You know, just to see partially like how much time is left, but also do I have any messages? Right. Is anybody trying to engage me with something that will be more fun than this? <laughs> like I'm like, that's that should be a zero movie if I'm really Are thinking there of that. I could watch then they do something <laughs> then they do something really fun. You know, there's I, I I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge a little, you know. I'm talking about how derivative it is. Maybe it didn't feel that way to you. But when when uh, Jake Johnson's guy keeps popping up, you know, when he's dead and he's trying to talk yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. through things, I don't, I thought that was like An American Werewolf in London. And right, I loved right, it. Right. I, I mean, I loved American Werewolf, but I actually liked that too. I, I liked how too. he was there. So I'm I'm annoyed with the film. I'm getting frustrated. And then all of a sudden, they do something that's really fun and interesting. And I'm like, right. God
0: damn it yeah, now i'm paying it, attention it is, and i'm hooked it, it because is they seriously do this. irritating when they go back and forth because uh, i re- i really liked those parts too yeah that's cool i
1: did you think um, of, like i don't know if that because i'm always thinking in terms for,
0: like that but for me that was kind of a, a part where especially you know like he's sitting in the bar and he keeps mm-hmm. seeing him and then not seeing him right and then he's like yep you know yeah. come into the bathroom <laughs> right and like, i'm like nod my head like people can see me right um But then they go in the bathroom and they have this whole walking around the sinks thing. And they have this whole conversation. And for me, what I really uh, took that to kind of like buoy myself, right? Yeah. And that was like we're going, okay, but really we are trying to have like – we want you to have this kind of campy attitude. Right. Right. We are kind of – Exactly. Working this kind of – you know, a little bit goofy, fun, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a road, so that when, you know, the next thing happens, when the mummy, you know, sucks the life <laughs> out of the next person or whatever, right? You know, just kind of play along with right. it or whatever. And I right. and I, was, I okay. was, like okay, I, I was okay with yeah. that. Like I me too. Re- I really like that part. Yeah. But I like that part because you know it would carry you through a little bit. Yeah. They think it will carry you through a lot more than it will. Yeah, right. <laughs> But it would kind of, you know, it, it, if you if it was losing you, it would kind of like bring you back. Right, right. And, you know, like it, all the problems with the movie are this whole franchiseness. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can't remember who directed this either. But
1: Oh, God, um, I can tell you. Oh, Alex Kurtzman. I know that guy's name.
0: But, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure he is already attached to... To Bride of Frankenstein. I think so. But he is a guy that I don't feel should be directing this. And I feel like he's directing this because of what side of the studio we're on, right? Mm -hmm. We're on the money-making side. And we want the director that we can go, no, look, you're doing it this way. Right. I I don't feel like this is... This does not feel like a movie directed by someone who has like a legitimate... Directorial creative control kind of thing going on. Yeah, right? this is not if you had if you had some big name person directing this movie, mm-hmm. it would it would be a completely different you know, movie.
1: There, there's a thing. Uh, uh, there's a thing about Alex Kurtzman and his his mostly on again but occasionally they'll do other stuff roberto orsi this is a combination of guys who have done a series of films that i absolutely feel exactly the same about this film over and over again there's you know uh the star trek films into darkness star trek beyond uh the the reboot of the star trek film um the, uh, God, what's his name, Uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man films that they did with him. Like all of these films are Kurtzman and Orsi productions. And I can tell because every single thing that is bad about one of those movies is absolutely transparent upon every single one of the other films that I have a problem with. These guys are making movies that just... I don't think that every single film has to be the Godfather or Jaws or the Deer Hunter, but it shouldn't be, you know, crap.
0: Right. But you at, know? but and, as and, a director, yeah. really nothing. Right. Right. Uh, I, you know, people like us in 2012, which actually wasn't horrible. No. But as, as a director, he's done nothing, right. which just further. Right you know, uh slams home the idea that, you know, the producers are directing. Sure. And that's right. and that's what his
1: role has been for an awful long time. He's been a producer right. and a writer. A- and a writer of, but,
0: of you know, several look, things that are yeah. very Chris I looked, Columbus. I uh, very. Yeah, no, that, that's right.
1: I looked real quick because I was curious and I forgot, you know, this thing had like several writers. Yeah, oh and, yeah. and Kurtzman's one of them, which is no you know, big deal. He's he, he has written some okay stuff before But I was surprised to see a name pop up, which I guess I'm not now that I think about it, which is Chris McQuarrie, who's the guy that wrote like Edge of Tomorrow, uh, you know, stuff like that. It seems like he and Tom Cruise have a good enough relationship where he almost does like some script doctoring. I feel like the best parts of this film are under McQuarrie's pen. Like he seemed to really flesh out characters and do things. It's almost like he's the new William Goldman, you know, or the new Shane Black. Like he's just a script doctor for Tom Cruise Productions. Right and that's unfortunate you know i i guess i don't know that i would tell anybody to go see this i'd tell them to come to my house and borrow the brendan Fraser film you know (laughs) or rent it or see it on netflix or wherever you can it's it's way more fun and way more enjoyable i don't know about the sequels so much i don't remember disliking them very much but anyway this is just ultimately disappointing and i don't think a really good initial first step for their dark universe no it is a,
0: it's a very tricky first step especially because it doesn't um it doesn't what it actually doesn't do now that i think about it yeah. it doesn't do anything that it's supposed to do as a first step it, right it misses like all Every the single marks one of them yeah of being the introduction to this universe because when the next movie comes out you don't know anything about it right and yeah as much as this movie tries to incorporate probably the first 15 or 20 minutes of that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe the next one too into right. this movie. It completely fails at doing it and um the weird thing too is that there's there's nothing I want to see less than Dr. Jekyll again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I,
1: I feel the same way. A, a, Even if a, Russell Crowe is a, okay. And you know
0: he's yeah. it, you know right. he's he's apparently on contract whatever. Yeah, it, the, he, yeah. He's apparently in charge of things. He's going to show up in probably every movie. <laughs> right. And the movie did not get me to want to see him at all. Right. The movie really could have.
1: Yeah, it really could have. If we would have
0: almost never seen him in this movie. Right. If we'd have seen him just enough that we get the idea of what's going on, Mm -hmm. instead of the movie, you know, saying, no, we got to show him a whole bunch of stuff. Right. We're paying him. You know, whatever. We might as well get a a few days out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And. And it doesn't uh, lead you in. It has like this weird. The way it ends, I won't give away the exact ending. Yeah. But the way it ends is, is like now Tom Cruise is under contract right. and it's stupid right. and he's going to have to ride his horse in yeah. every once in a while right. in two other movies. And then it's a whole other. You know, the next movie has to do so much with actually building this universe Yeah, and explaining something. All the hard work about that- how it. How it all makes any sense. Right. Otherwise, like you said, whatever other movie they want to make, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, the Invisible Man, Tom Cruise comes in for five minutes and that movie's over. Somebody makes a phone call. It doesn't matter who they are, right? It's like Tell uh, the New
1: God we need
0: a little help with this werewolf. Right. Like, nah, I'll be there. It's it's you know it's a very strange thing. Like, you know, one of the problems with Superman in general as an idea is is that somebody's always got to get some kryptonite, right? right. Otherwise, the, it's all over, right? Because you you literally can't do anything to him, right? So, what's how long of a comic is that? <laughs> yeah, right? it's like yeah. two pages, and he wins. Yeah. And this one's like now we got to figure out what the kryptonite is, right? And then we have to talk about that for a really long time. And meanwhile, you're trying to have your werewolf movie, sounds or whatever. great, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it makes it, yeah, it makes it rougher to get into the next movies, yeah, which is absolutely not what they were trying to do.
1: I, I have no inside knowledge of what they're proposing outside of the titles, you know, and the idea. But I, I you know, even when I first saw this the trailer for this i just had this weird feeling that they were starting off inherently wrong here because the idea of the dark universe i, I like that i love right, the idea sure. very much but not in 2016 2017 how are you gonna the bride of frankenstein in 2017 right. that's not gonna scare me right that's not gonna or that's not gonna that's not going to affect me in the way that it would if it was back at the turn of the century when it should yeah, be, you know, if you had done a dark universe of period pieces, that might be really interesting and engaging right, and right. risky and fun and have a little bit of Van Helsing fun that with would, it. You that know, would do have that. actually
0: been awesome. That
1: would have, I, but if a, the, if a contemporary mummy. If this mummy, movie
0: like took place in yeah. the 30s.
1: Yeah, I would love that. That would have been awesome. Because then you've got actually confinements that aren't necessarily yours because you're not thinking above your pay grade. You've just got it because the time frame puts you in certain positions. Right. Takes a while to make a flight. You know, you can't just shoot a grenade at something. You've got to actually maybe fist fight something, you know, torches, (laughs) you know, anyway, I think, I think one of the biggest mistakes is certainly the time period, but you're right. I'm actually going to think of that for a while. You know, I don't necessarily want to see a Jekyll and Hyde movie now. Right. I and mean, you probably could have sold me on it very easily. If they had stopped with him in the tunnel when he just hands the guy the envelope. Yeah. And I'm like, this is Henry. And I love the way they slowly if, put the if, breadcrumbs out. Henry,
0: Henry, the letter from Henry. If, Henry, right. if we just, basic, Henry, if and we just basically only figured out who he was. Right. And And then, and then you could go. You put the
1: onus on all of us because then you're like, let's talk about Henry Jekyll, who is clearly hiding a side to himself. You know, then that's something to actually, you know, dive into. Not this. And then he's got the, uh,
0: not that, not that this is even here nor there really, but I think it's hilarious that he's got that serum thing, Mm -hmm. and which is interesting. And you know, when they show it the first time, you're kind of like, all right, right. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know that we figured out any sense to the four chambers of it, except look how cool it <laughs> look is. Look at it. Yeah, right? it's all steampunk. <laughs> it looks all, yeah, yeah. it's super cool looking. It's double serious, man. Um, <laughs> super but, serious. But apparently he's got to take it like every hour. I know. And I'm like, like wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? And now I got to see what no you happens when you don't. If that, see, th- it's, <laughs> it's funny oh, for me God. because they don't, uh, this side of the movie studio, like I keep bagging on, they don't really think things through, right? Right. Because they go, let's make him take it because we want to show that he's taking it. Right. Well, now let's make him need to take it and <laughs> let's make it like a big thing. <laughs> right. Well, but he just took it. Ah, just he, he has, likes he taking has, it. He has to take it again. He <laughs> Look has at to it. Take it. It looks a delicious. Lot. If he was in that place, right? Yeah. If he was in this big giant thing and he had to take that serum that often. <laughs> There would be a guy. Right. There would be a dedicated right guy <laughs> who just
1: had I just did that the thing. thing.
0: <laughs> Who's going to see
1: that? You did, but <laughs> I love how we think we're on video.
0: <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious. Oh, God. There would be a dedicated be a guy, guy in that outfit who just had like three of those on him at all times. And I know his name would be Igor. Uh, 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 right. You know?
1: <laughs> right. Oh, God. You, but anyway. See, we're already having more fun with this movie than <laughs> I had with the movie. Yeah. Well, uh, that's... You know anyway standard it's a rare thing oh sorry no go ahead it's a rare thing we didn't actually see this together you know right
0: how was the driving experience uh it was actually pretty good is it cool i bet i feel like this there is a chance that this movie has like (laughs) One more star just on the bias of it's kind of fun to watch at a drive-in. I thought of you – It's a fun movie at
1: a drive-in. I'm I'm in the theater, and I am legitimately no no crap. I'm the only one there. That's why I felt okay grabbing my phone, too. (laughs) I I would have felt okay if people are in front of me because they don't see the annoying light, but – I'm sitting there and I'm watching this film and I'm like, I hope this was really good for Mark. I hope that that the drive-in gave the can I and I started thinking like, if I were in the drive-in, well, then I'd be listening to the radio, I'd be looking through my maps, <laughs> right. you know, I'd be doing all kinds of stuff because I'm bored as hell. Right. But I'd be I actually in the thought car. I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it might have been a more fun driving experience because of the drive-in experience. It was because you know, the drive-in yeah, that's itself. Cool, man.
0: Uh, for me, this is. You know, I'm not a huge fan of drive ins in the sense of like, oh, drive ins are the greatest go. things yeah. ever and right. whatever. Um, but I, I like them, but you know, yeah. I exist when there actually were drive ins. Right. And you went to them right. and whatever. Um, but anyway, this for me, going to see like any movie at the drive in does yeah. not really work for me. Right. right? Right. I feel Me like too. it's got to be this kind niche. of movie. Yeah, it's right? got to be a specific. If I go see like Terms of Endearment at the drive-in, <laughs> I'm I made just a bad sitting, decision. I'm just sitting there going, "What the hell? Right. Do this for? Yeah, this right? is what my life so has come to." It, you know, it's fun and it's goofy and and it yeah, it really is a movie that fits well with the drive-in. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we could not be yeah. uh, more randomly babbling at yeah, this point. I can't. <laughs> I got nothing else to say so, except it's. it's uh, bad. We'll let you go. Um, I I still think that. If you are the kind of moviegoer who can really let things slide, right? Yeah. It, it's still not fantastic, but I think it's a I think it's a yeah. fun enough ride for most people, especially, let's be honest, for people who don't look at movies the way we do. Right. <laughs> who I just agree. wanna go have some fun. Yep. Sure. Um before Transformers comes out. Right. Right. <laughs> which just looks psycho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I even am okay with some of the Transformers movies. Yeah, right. Some of them are bad. Yep. Some of them, I was like, "What the hell's everyone complaining about?" Right. This is just the same kind it's just, of. Let's swing it's at Michael Bay. That's all. Nutty yeah. fun and see how much stuff we can destroy. Right. Yep. This movie, God, you get like through yeah. the trailer and it's like there must be another part of the planet. Yeah, in order for something to still be alive, right. like they've destroyed everything, they've got transformers <laughs> that are as big as the planet. Right. Anyway, I'm like, what the shit is but going on? It's got Anthony Hopkins. It's like bonkers eighties, yeah. Uh, you know, like the the transmuters or something right. that, that yeah. is the DVD next to the Transformers movie that yeah. came out. It, it looks just insane. Yeah, we'll see. And I'll tell you one thing that I really hate about the Transformers in All right. general. Is that they have so many things that don't look like Transformers. Yeah, I agree. They That's just have always uh, goofy metal, glistening metal things. things. I'm like, yeah. why are you ruining my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. make a yeah, Transformer look like a car. Just go watch like the cartoon car again. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. So next week um, is Rough Night and Cars Cars Three, and we'll probably, at least to some extent, do both of those. Yeah. I'm really, really weirdly looking forward to Cars Three. Me too. And I like Pixar, so it's not like it's a surprise because I don't like Pixar. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll have those next week. Thanks for tuning in, and goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are or are to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord.